Should we take it in? Somebody gonna say what the name of the podcast is? What is the name of the podcast? All around the world, this <laughs> podcast is known as the Cast. There have been many iterations and and many forms. Three so far. <laughs> Three so far. It's the Cast. This particular Cast is is not Supercraft. It's not the 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 wonderful eldritch modern day story of Supercraft. <laughs> And and it's not the lost Vikings that forlorn tale of of three brave men, who who entered into uh, a mysterious horsefish star, star horse, uh, uh, the aquatic horse shaped tower, and and delved for its riches, delved upwards, ascended to to its riches. No, this this is Pax Arcana. There's, there's the thirsty Luca, the, the itinerant Terrence, the, and, 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 and the Terrence, the itinerant, itinerant Terrence, <laughs> and then there's oh, old, old, old Goth, old Goth, Goth of the adjective I can't recall, but it's brave <laughs> and it's grand and wonderful. And and you've all tuned in to the Alcana cast, Pax Alcana. It's so wonderful to have you here. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for being with us, gentlemen. Uh, can you please bring us in? Uh, well, I'll start off by saying we're the greatest three-man tag team to ever walk the face of whatever rock we call this. Oh. Doesn't matter where you put us, we're gonna win a fucking match. You know what I'm saying? Did we get a name? I was gone. They call they they call the man that just spoke Trace, and they call me Brit, and I'm I'm Christopher. You know Jesse, that glorious bit that you just did <laughs> just awakened to me that uh, I kind of would like if um, the two Arcanicas maybe formed a rivalry against one another. Okay, maybe there's a little okay. shit talking okay. by the arbiters at the beginning. <laughs> maybe cut, if you want promos to. on Supercraft, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That's that's dangerous because I I've spent a lot of time cutting promos on shit. <laughs> I would stand zero chance. I'd be like, but Supercraft's cool. My right? is shop and and daddy, it is strong. <laughs> I know how to cut a man down. Super, Supercraft can can maybe get creepy. <laughs> Spooky tentacles. <laughs> I mean, I could do the same thing for Supercraft. Oh, you just talk shit on your own? Okay, you go back. I like it. Yeah. I could do Macho Man for Supercraft and talk shit on (laughs) Arcanicast. Oh, yes. No, I like this. Let's feel it out. Let's see if it works. Last week, uh, or last episode on Pax Arcana, they rendezvoused with the caravan after trying on the magic item. Uh, Garth found out that the bracelet he had put on 
illuminated like a, a torch and gave off light and could not be taken off or, oh, yeah. or turned off. So, so he's got that attached to him now. Um, hooked up with the caravan. They, they kind of settled in as the, the potential security, otherwise just tag-alongs with them, and made it through the night with, with no, no encounters, nothing, nothing popping up. So yeah, in, in the morning, the twilight of the morning, um, there was a, a rustle in the trees that um, two of the the larger, burlier, hairier Northmen that were traveling as as other additional security uh, went to go investigate it, and um, one of them got got bit, and something was latched onto him as he ran out of the tree line, you know, whooping and hollering and. Uh, eventually kicked it off and it scurried back into the tree line and uh it was a small little little nasty green thing it looked like but quite a ways away so it was hard to tell exactly what it was and the caravan moved on and shortly thereafter kind of mid to late afternoon the uh the caravan noticed a figure walking behind them so they uh they continued on with the caravan the figure kept up with them and and fell off shortly before they got to to the town to brindle and as they got to the gates they they kind of said their salutations to the uh to rahul the caravan leader who had been very rude very rude quite pretentious so uh, they got to town. They kind of talked it over with the the guards, and they they advised them to go to effectively city hall. Um, it was getting to be nighttime at that point, so they headed to a, a little saloon looking for some some room and board. And and while they were relaxing, the uh, the large figure came in and and kind of grunted at the waitress and sat up on a table in the corner. Shortly thereafter, uh, Rahul, the caravan leader, came in and was was being boisterous and flaunting his wealth even even more. And um, the the gang noticed that the figure in the corner stood up, started making his way towards the entrance, and, and with a bit of malicious intent to him. And shortly after he passed the table, or right as he was passing the table, he reached for his sword and started drawing it. And I tripped uh, him. They acted, yeah, and Garth, uh, Garth initiated a bit of a scuffle, and and then and I drop kicked him, tripped him, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, there was some some grappling and tripping and drop kicking, and and uh, eventually they they wrangled this figure to the ground long enough for the the guard in the corner that were off duty to catch up and help detain the man, and and uh, I think that's where we we left off. Okay. Yeah. You are all caught up. I am all caught it's up. It's almost as if you were there. It it really is. Yeah. 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 This is what Raul or not Raul, what Terrence recalls. <laughs> Sounds good. And action. <laughs> In between <laughs> gnawing on refuse and <laughs> <laughs> I think we decided he still had his chicken bone too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, you still got your poultry bone. Um I probably carry that around. Write that down like, on your character sheet. In yeah. my in my hand. I'm deeming actually. it important enough to write down on your character sheets. Please do so. Yeah, what is it? Like Chekhov's chicken bone? That's gonna come back yeah. around in the third yeah. act. I imagine like a turkey bone, like when you get a turkey leg at the Ren Fest or something. <laughs> just kind of it's a pretty stout bone, you know? It's a yeah, we'll call it a bird bone. Chickens chickens in this world are quite large. Mm. They're they're big. 
they like, like a turkey. Nigh rideable. Yeah, close. The, like, like, don't didn't you say that? Or was that the other world where we got like chocobo type? No, you know what? There are a lot of chocobos and bipedal large things that get ridden in this world. Hell and, yeah. And for some reason, scientifically, chickens are also larger because of that fact. So, yeah, chickens are like turkey-sized. They're quite big. Love it. You know? Yeah. So you could ruin somebody's day with one of them bones if you yeah, wanted you could, to. you could whack somebody with a chicken bone. Mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. a big-ass chicken sandwich. I think, I think, I think in one story, <laughs> oh, yeah. Conan fucked somebody up with a thigh bone. He did. Well, yeah. Oh. I read almost all the Conan yeah. stories. All right, so... um. That's kind of where we left off, right? We, yeah. What are you What are you guys doing? It's because well, um, we're we're still in the bar, right? You're still in the bar, and the man screaming was drug off. Uh, I guess I guess if we pick up in media Roz, is that right? Uh, yeah, that's the term. That's the term. Then, uh, yeah, the, he's he's been shackled up and is getting drug out by a a team of guards, and he's ranting and screaming about his his family and what have you done and. And no, uh, all Vader style. And is it nighttime? It is nighttime. Oh, yeah, it's pretty solidly nighttime at this point. And uh, and yeah, the guards are thanking you. Raul was nowhere in sight. He ran off. Um, but you guys are in the saloon, and and somebody screams up, and they're like, "Yeah, here on buy you around, you know." Yeah, and, I need a drink. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Drink. You get big old, big old flagons <laughs> of. Of some golden liquid, you know, and it's brought over and slammed down in front of you. And waitress is like, "Oh, well, thank you, boys. You know, you did you did fantastic. You saved us. Thank you, thank you." And the question you know, is, did they give Terrence a beer, or was it just me and they gave all three? Because I did factor him into oh, the rules, yeah, oh, so yeah, he oh, helped. Yeah. He helped by uh, like running Ter- running interference. I That's guess. right. But like Terrence yeah. just shows up. Oh, I'm here for the beer. <laughs> <laughs> he gave you the Irish whip into him for the. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the drop kick. Oh, nobody Irish. No Irish whips into a drop kick. Never seen that. So did I like get scratched or bruised? No. No. Okay. No. So nobody just... did really. It was a, uh, a grappling encounter, you might say. Pulled that off pretty clean. It's technically yeah. clean. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's good form. All right, so uh, what are you doing, fellas? What, uh... I'm going to have this a drink. <laughs> That's the first thing I'm doing. Yeah. Well, so Luca leans in to the boys and says, this would be a pretty good time to come up with a name for our crew. The town is listening. <laughs> I don't got anything for a name. I honestly I'm, don't yeah. either. Yeah. We could divorce ourselves from Buckport entirely. Yeah, that's probably... I mean, uh, I mean we kind of have to. So what have we done so far? Or what are we? How do you come up with a good name? We're in Brindle right now. Could be the Closers. Ooh. I don't, I don't know if any of us have a wide enough mouth for that. That lady had a huge mouth. The Closer. Mm-hmm. It bothers ma- me. Closing matches, man. Yeah. And bars. And bars, that too. Yeah. We're closing uh-huh. bars. We're closing matches. Um. In all 50 states. <laughs> Terrence probably burps. I've spent I'm just more saying. money. We chuck down his beer liquor. and just burps. So, yeah, we can, uh, I mean, we can work on this later. They know who we are. Why well, we just go by Rude they Boys? Do. I mean, rude I kind of like Rude Boys a lot. Terrence. It works for me. I mean, 
Boy. Tweener but team. Is that tweener, a, tweener face team. I like it. Is that... Yeah. yeah is, is that, like, heroic enough for the booker? Or is hey, he gonna, it's Trump's, gonna go, Trump's president, man. Sometimes the people us. want a hero that's, <laughs> you know, go, in your face. And it's gonna go real great with the 8 to 23 demographic. I mean, that's hearts and minds <laughs> right yeah. now. I mean, life expectancy not too long down here out in these boonie towns. I mean, let's play to it. We're the rude boys. So, so Garth gets it. He just all of a sudden is gonna gonna talk the the business. Yeah, we're the root boys, right. man. Hey, I, I imagine that Garth is a, a good old corn fed gladiatorial fan, and he uh, he Listen, knows he knows a bit. I've watched a bit. This is just my first time doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's getting broken in. Garth, why don't you get on that bar and announce who we are? <laughs> you're the pretty boy. You're the face of this crew. I say. Actually, I mean, Terry, you can be the face if you want. Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> All right, well, Terry, hold my beer for a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna need it back once I get up there. I don't want to spill. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. I might just drink it. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm he gonna, drinks the beer. I'm Terry. gonna get up on the bar facing away from the crowd so facing towards the you know all the bottles and and the barkeep and whatnot and things go things go a little bit quiet as you you climb up there and you're right now i've just kind of got my poncho on right yeah Yeah. poncho and some some pants poncho and some pants i'm gonna have my my left arm where the bangle is it's gonna be kind of up under the poncho i got a magic bangle yeah, yeah. Okay, you're yeah, giving yeah. me a look like you didn't remember the bangle. No, 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 I was just okay. looking at you. So the bangle's up here. I tell I'm you gonna, about my sweet bangle. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'll tell you about it here in just a minute. So I'm gonna tuck this bangle up under my poncho, and it's still like radiating light, but I'm trying to hide the brilliance of it while I get mm-hmm. up and I have my back to the crowd. Mm-hmm. And get up there. Room hopefully starts to quiet down it does. a little bit. It certainly does. And I'm gonna take my right foot and I'm gonna stomp it down on the bar. Loud sound. I'm gonna turn around, pop out, put that He-Man arm in the air. Ah! I'm gonna say, "We're the Rude Boys, and we're here to take care of business." And that's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna leave it open-ended. All right, yeah, Rude Boys, Rude Boys, yeah, and the crowd, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get handed another, another yeah, flag into the golden. Beer, drink it on the, yeah. drink it on the tabletop now. Start to do a little dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Garth's up there dancing a little bit. Yeah, and another minor-looking dude gets up there and he's dancing too. And yeah, he's having soon, a good time, just starting a party, man. That's what I'm going for. Just start party, a party. Yeah. Rude boys like. To party mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. here to party with you and waitress is like now listen y'all it's half off drinks the next hour yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. right on let's i'm gonna get down and mingle with the crowd man mix it up way to way to make an impression fellow. well i'm gonna i'm gonna stop buying and give some bumps to my my two parts our legend has begun yeah the rude boys it's good to give me another beer. I definitely drank yours. <laughs> Take everything you can get. You're giving it out for free. Indulge as much as you want, boys. We did it. So this sounds like a blackout night. Yeah, we're going to get a little wild if I'm not wrong here. All right. So I'm a, you get a room for free. You're, uh, hmm. You did well doing a little bouncing before the bounces could bounce. And... Uh, yeah, so the night goes on. You you party it up. You uh, 
Yeah, I'll give you one roll and however much of your money you want to gamble if you feel like it. And uh, high you'll double, double it, low you'll lose it. Yes. We'll just call it a half. All right. All right. <laughs> Card's like, yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, how much gold do I have here? I have, looking back at my sheet, I spent... Gilders. Gilders. It's iron, Gilders. not gold. I yeah. spent 13 Gilders, and we started out with how many? You started off with... 20. Okay, so I've got 7 left. I'm going to bet. And then 100 for your sword. I need, gonna the, I need that sword. I'm going to bet. Terrence, Terrence is going to do 13. I'm just going to say that. He he would do it once he gets drunk. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's he's not going to buy any magic items, but he's going to yeah, do it. All one, right. dice, one dice, high, low. We could flip a coin if you wanted to. Loses low. it. So I'm going to bet five. Mark it off, baby doll. Five guilders. Five guilders. Oh, Loses that's it, low. but you partied hard. Mm-hmm. And it's a great time. Maybe shooting a little craps. And think about it. How much might you have spent on a room and your booze anyway? So, oh, yeah, so there you go. There you go. Great time. It's a wash. All right. Luca coming for money knew how to spend it wisely. Didn't yeah. gamble it away. He's... he's uh, he spent a couple of years deep within uh, the addiction to gambling, but <laughs> he's, tables. he's tasted that table. fruit, and uh, it is no longer so sweet to him. Fair. All right, so you gentlemen wake up. Um, about what time? I'll let you decide. Noon. Yeah. Noon. Okay. Wake up at noon. If it's if it's noon, Terrence is actually already up. He's just kind of chilling. Do they have a book in the, in the room we got? He's not going to have any books with him, but... Do they have a book in the room? The Gideon Bible. <laughs> I like if he just has to read like pamphlets about things in the town. There, <laughs> like there's no book. He's just oh, reading those brochures. Two, 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 one two yeah. book for the yes. for the town, the yeah. tiny town of Brindle. Yeah, there, <laughs> there, there are some uh, some some books. There's a little pamphlet talking about you know uh, imperial travelers' rights and everything that that. They want to stay on the good side of the empire. They gotta make sure everybody knows about them. And uh, otherwise, yeah, there's there's basically cereals. You know, there's some goofy pulp shit that might be sitting around that they leave he's, in there. He's gonna read that while the other two okay. are asleep. But he's gonna keep the pamphlet beside him and kind of sit where he can nonchalantly get that book out of the way. And he's gonna, as soon as he notices either one of them stirring. He's going to switch to the pamphlet and look really interested. Aw. Okay. Well, about uh, about about noon comes around, and, and you hear some, some banging on, on the door outside, and it's that waitress. She's like, all right, now, uh, uh, boys, we, we, we really appreciate it, but uh, I need to start cleaning out this room and getting ready for tonight, and, and I'm afraid you're only good for one, so if you, uh, you need to re-up, talk to the man at the bar, please. Thank you. And, just clear out. Need to clear out. If you don't mind. We need to get out of here before they found out I pissed myself. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, how are you sleeping? Were you clothed or naked? Oh, God. We've only uh, got one pair of clothes. Maybe just he was just wearing the poncho at that one point. <laughs> He doesn't remember. <laughs> so do your pants have pee on them? That's the question. Um, 
No, I think the pants are good. I think it's all good. The bed's bad. The bed's real bad. <laughs> the bed's bad. The bed's bad. Is it a straw mattress? Yeah. <laughs> this might become relevant later. Does Lucas sleep naked? I'm going to take my blanket and throw it on top of his bed to delay any sight of this so we can get like as far as we can before they find out. So I'm just going to I'm gonna throw all my beddings over there try to cover it up. Like so. yeah, the road boys are Terrence rock stars. Is, is reading the uh, the pamphlet and he goes, "Dude, guys, don't worry. It's it's fine. This pamphlet says we're cool. It's not in here." I'm glad you can read. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. All right, so uh, you gather up your things. It ain't much, and you you head on out. And waitress thanks you. And bar is pretty empty at this point. There's basically just the staff and a couple guys at the bar. And bartender thanks you and and kind of habitually checks see if you got a tab and then remembers and waves you off and uh you head out into the town and uh yeah what do you do remember you were asked to go to the, the yeah, keep well, i believe the the main center of town effectively and uh now you're kind of on the rim of town with the right inside the walls yeah, I said let's head towards the center and see uh, see if anybody's heard about what we did last night. Terrence is gonna check his pockets like he's he's hungry and wants some food before we head out, and he's he's gonna be surprised that he gambled away thirteen guilders. Mm. Dude, did did you guys get in my pockets? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, we lost it. We don't need no money. It was oh, bad. Oh shit! I lost five. I lost my dignity. <laughs> so did we not get into what Luca did. <laughs> didn't you say? Uh, didn't you say that we were going to head to the city hall or something? To yeah, that yeah, the, the, yeah, the keep. If I remember, and it's basically the city hall. Yeah, the center of the town. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. where the government is is held. Um, so you start walking towards the center. Yeah, and a uh, few people recognize you as you're walking through town, kind of wave at you, and you're, you're like, Rude Boys at one point, and there's a guy who's kind of waving, he looks hungover too, and you know, like, yeah, Rude Boys! Uh, and yeah, you come up on the keep, and it's a it's a rather big stone building. It's a, quite impressive. The rest of the town has been not quite shanties, but but a lot of, a lot of lumber building everything up, and this is a nice big old stone keep, and and you walk up the steps and look several stories high, um, and you go inside and right off the bat, a, uh, a big old fella kind of square in the jaw and balding and and wearing some some official clothes, a, a tabard with the the seal of Brindle on it, uh, comes up to you and is like, "Gentlemen, are you the rude boys?" Yes, sir. Depends on who's asking. <laughs> very, yeah. very good. We uh, we we <laughs> he just ignores him. <laughs> he already confirmed it. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait. So Terrence can say that first, and then no, after no, just stare. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it. I I say it after <laughs> you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like we uh we we gathered a bit of test te- testimony last night, but uh um I'm uh. Uh, I'm good friends with the barkeep there, and and I understand it was good for business to to keep y'all y'all active in there. But um, whenever you free up, I understand you have business uh, with the counselor. Uh, whenever you free up, I'd like to talk to you about about what went down last night. Um, my office is here, and kind of points over, and there's a uh, again the seal and kind of swords and shields on the wall, and you figure it's 
the guard or security or whatever the hell they might call it this in this way town. way nicer than anything Buckport. Very much so, yeah. But really only the keep. The rest of the town kind of does resemble Buckport. This keep's nice, um, though. Keep is nice. Um, and so, uh, thank you, gentlemen. I'll be, uh, I'll be waiting for you. And mm. kind of you know, about faces and marches astutely back into his office and and you're in this pretty grand grand place i mean it's a uh, it's the main entrance is it's pretty wide open and it's all kind of a, a smooth you know, almost marble stone and and uh there's different passages off either direction and and if you ever played skyrim it almost looks like the the keeps in each one of those towns there's a sort of throne room but it's empty right now nobody's sitting there and nothing's no cord is being held or anything and did that guy tell us his name he didn't no okay so he just showed us where his office was yeah okay no man i think uh when we play our cards right with that guy later we might have some opportunities in this town hmm he seems uh cut above everybody outside i don't talk to the police without counsel (laughs) (laughs) that's just how i roll Omerta, <laughs> non-cooperation with the authorities at all times. <laughs> all right, so we're we're gonna find the counselor. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys head on back and uh, and you know you come upon a desk and ask them where they are, and they uh, they the lady gets up and. Escorts you back, kind of through the halls, off to a side, and eventually you get to a, a nice little office. Really, it's a um, kind of an open room, and and there's a, a desk there, a nice nice wooden desk, and some benches around the side, and there's a, a lady sitting there, and she's done up almost in like a nice nice toga kind of get up with a. A brooch with a big seal of, of Brendel on it, like the the guardsman at the entrance did, and she greets you as you come in. She's like, "Gentlemen, thank you, thank you for coming. I had a, I talked to the Booker, and and he he let me know that he'd be sending some some folks my way. It's it's been a bit of time. Um, you can let him know that that next time I'd appreciate it if there was a uh, bit of hustle." on the request but uh thank you for coming hmm. can uh uh what can i call you what can no i wouldn't told anything about you i'm garth garth i'm, not, nice gonna, to I'm not gonna tell her rude boys i'm gonna tell her, you know she seems pretty proper you don't go into her with rude boys hmm, yeah she's above the whole yeah i'm, wrestling Gar- I'm garth boys they call me luca well hi luca thanks I'm a rude boy. <laughs> <laughs> Does this rude boy have a name? Oh, uh, I, I'm Terrence. Hi, Terrence, the the rude boy. Very good. Some of the folks around town have been calling us rude boys. It's not a big deal. Okay. Well, would, would you like me to refer to you as that? or, or Collectively, perhaps. Rude boys. Okay. Well, um, the the problem facing us is that the the oracle that that once stood at the the temple on the north side of town um, had its its jaw stolen from it, and this was a a, 
a very bad omen for for our people. You understand? Are, are you from around here, gentlemen? No, we're not. You're not uh, Buckport. Buckport. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so so it might be similar out there. Um, but we were very superstitious folk around here, and and uh, the oracle predates any any living being in Brindle. Um, so it being defaced and and half of it being stolen would uh would very much so cause some some disturbances in in the well-being of of my town here and and I need a hand I'm afraid I it, thought you said it was a jaw that was missing oh god it 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 is a jaw <laughs> the the oracle we have here in town is um the the skull of the founder that upon his death uh, was gilded and and throughout the history of Brindle it has it has channeled into into various folks around town and and assisted us in times of need and trouble and and uh, the the people believe that they're spoken to through through the oracle and and he must understand that the the jaw being taken makes these people believe that it'll never be able to to speak to them again so so without it um they're very worried i must say and and all of the the warriors and we have very fine warriors here in town um are are scared to go retrieve it they they feel themselves to be to be cursed without its help so so do you know who took it We've we've heard stories from it was overnight um, several months ago, and um, some some citizens I'd rather not acknowledge um, were were out and about at night and uh, claimed that that half men skittering through the night had had snatched it up and taken it and and ran off through the the sewerways here in town and that's the last we've we've seen of them um I so half men took half a face <laughs> something like that yes now when you say half man is this a torso person <laughs> is this a what what color were they i i should clarify um Probably blood colored. We have <laughs> we, we have not heard any any color. It was at night, so they they couldn't make that out. But mm. they they had the the figure of a man, but but small, smaller, smaller even than the the elves and dwarves that that wander through every so often with their wares. Um, they're very small. We saw those little green folk. Nibbling on off barbarians. Did calf. you now? We well, did. On the way. Uh, not far. I, I've not heard of this yet. I'm afraid the uh, the commotion from last night that I appreciate um, dominated what I had heard of. So I haven't heard really any other accounts. Oh, really? Is is every is talk of the town? Would you say or the event of the year? <laughs> we we don't see many. Attempted hits. It sounded like, Ooh, yeah, um, like that. here in this town. And uh, would you say we're the trio of the Tri County? 
I cannot I got, say I that we're the trio of the Tri-County. I can't speak for the other two counties, I'm afraid. <laughs> for, for tonight, for today, you, you may be the trio of this county. Um, and if you can retrieve this half of the oracle, I assume you, you will cement your position as such. Unfortunately, I'm going to need to know who saw these half-men. Because we're going to have to talk to them and get some sort of information before we can actually start making moves to get this thing back. That's I can't just go around town asking about half men. That's the hard part. Is that these were the last testimonies of criminals that our guard captain seems to think were trying to save themselves from the gallows. Hmm. So... Even what we know is is hearsay at best. And they've already been hung? I'm afraid so, yes. Wait, they were they were criminals and they were hung? God, they get the past. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> okay, um, <clears throat> Do we have any other questions for the councilwoman? Yeah, is there anything special about the jaw that we should know about? Is there anything you want to tell us about the actual item after we get it, before we get it? Anything it, we need to know about while carrying it? It's it's terribly bad luck to touch it. Um, the Oracle. So I, I, I have never handled it. Um, so we need to like inspect it and flip it around with the right thumbstick to figure out what to do with it? <laughs> You go in the Skyrim. I love it. <laughs> the, the only person I know of that has handled it and that knows more about it other than its its ceremonial purpose for this town would be the uh, the Grand Master of the Temple there on the north side of town where it was it was housed and and he's a an old fella. I'm not sure how much how useful he'd be in your investigation, but but he's the the most familiar with the oracle itself so we'll just wrap it up in a poncho and it'll be fine so long as you can get it back i'm i'm not concerned about how well i guess it seems like we should go see the old dude yes i'd like to see the skull as well do we want to stop and see that guy that was asking about it last night first or do we want to go straight to the temple if you, you blow off the cop he might get mad but maybe we don't care because we're the rude boys. Oh, so, I mean, oh, oh. That's, it's a double-edged sword. You you're, cop. You're, you're the counselor, right? Yes. So, Luca, you can... You, you could claim her, and then you could talk to the cops. You want to be my lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> know anything about the judiciary? I do. Judiciary. <laughs> I under, Still I, a little hungover, sorry. I understand <laughs> the, the captain's concern for... For due diligence, but I would like you to place a priority on this. I can speak to him, and and he will understand that he can get you next. Oh. Yes, ma'am. Do you but pay his checks? Not entirely. Oh, that's good enough for me. Okay. She could pay him. She could pay us. We're on the case, boss. Yeah. So please do speak with him. Um, I, I'm not your boss. I can't tell you what to do, but 
you should have no fears avoiding him until you you recover the oracle. It makes his life easier too, so I'm sure he'd understand. That's all I need here. To the north side of town. <laughs> Away! We march! And now a, a Batman transition. <laughs> so you, you guys head that way. Uh, you don't see the captain on the way out. Um, and as you make your way through town, it's it's starting to pick up. You know, the shops are getting some business. The uh, you know it's it's mid afternoon at this point, and uh, you make your way to the north side of town, and the the houses get a bit nicer. You do start to see some some brick and whatnot, and more than just the the lumber around the gates, and and eventually you see a, a another large stone building. It's kind of this town sits at the base of a, a mountain and the the church is kind of around or the temple is around the base of it so when you walked into town you couldn't see it but on the far side it it dominates the scenery just like the the keep did and and uh you come up on it and it's it's you've got steeples to it and a large kind of flower pattern on the outside in in the stone making up a window um and yeah, to go inside. I'm assuming. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Terrence, try not to steal anything from the church, at least until after we get this thing. You have to pay for the holy water. Just, just if you're gonna, if you gotta do it, just wait to do it until after we get back. But what if they have pamphlets? Well, then that's, well, that's fine. That's, li- yeah. that's literature. Oh, yeah. That's fine. They want you you to have that. So I can take any words. Whoa. The ones that that's a metaphysical question. <laughs> wow, I'm gonna have to think on that. Didn't really expect that from you. But okay. <laughs> yeah, pamphlets are fine. I'm gonna write the literature. <laughs> so you you head into the temple, and again you walk up some some steps, and it's very fine stonework. Um, and you you head inside, and there's no services or anything going on. There, are a couple people kneeling at some altars around the side. It's a nice, uh, spacey, uh, candlelit room, and and there's some some chanting and whatnot, some Gregorian stuff, and robed brothers walking around, sort of tending, you know, being orderly around, and some folks, like I said, kneeling at altars and praying, and, and large red carpet leaning down the aisle to the front there's a nice grand altar and and uh looks like what's like a sarcophagus maybe and some other decorations and and off to the side is easily the oldest robed brother it's kind of oh you're supposed to turn your ringer off mm-hmm. come on now what are you talking about um, editing. fix anything <laughs> he, he's uh, you know lighting candles off of other candles and stuff and getting some yeah, incense together it looks like and uh, yeah you assume that that's the the grand master there and see a sword at his belt it's the thing that keeps him that makes him stick out from the others he's uh so it's, it's obvious up. even if you were as stupid as Terrence seems to be <laughs> that this is the guy we need to talk to probably he's the one that stands out and looks the most distinguished most grand Probably. Terrence will walk up to him. I, I thought you were supposed to be missing a jaw. Your face looks good. <laughs> we're good here. <laughs> he looks at you, and you know, now that you get a, a, a look at him, he's, he's old and he's kind of grizzled, but he's 
still a sturdy looking old bastard. You know, he's white in the hair and and uh, he's got it all just kind back. It's turned to teak. And, he just got old and and hard like teak. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's a, uh, a weathered old man, it's, and uh, looks at you. And he's like, "Who are you? Why, why, why do you need to talk to me?" God, this a, is your turn. I'm a rude boy. Oh, and well. so are they. I'm a rude boy. Yeah, well, fair enough. We'll step up next to Terry. <laughs> Excuse him, sir. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he means well. Uh, my name's Garth, and the uh, counselor sent me over. Uh, she had us investigating a missing jawbone. Um, oh, the Oracle. You came came about the Oracle. Yes, okay. I was hoping you might be able to tell us any information leading to at least some direction in, in which we can re- we want to go out and retrieve it for you so um if you could give us any any context as to the night it went missing or or anything that might have been strange or, or odd around that time well sure yeah it was uh the the oracle is on display for for the solstice as it always is we we leave it out for a full day in hopes that it might might share its wisdom with us as it as it did in in days of yore and and it was out we've never had a problem with it in the past but uh yeah in the in the morning we went out to to retrieve it and uh have the closing ceremonies and much to our dismay the the jaw of it that was was missing we do you guys always just leave it out for the solstices, yes, we do. It's, uh, you don't have any guards or protection or monitor for it or anything? No, it's, it's a sacred object. The people here would protect it with their lives. Can you think of anyone around here who would want to take it? I've been told not to talk about it. The guard captain seems to have ruled it out entirely. Um, I, I, I don't know what to about think the anymore. Half-man. I'm talking about the Afman, yes. yes. You're among friends, sir. Okay, the council had told you about them. Yes. Um. (laughs) Yes. Are you you familiar with the the folklore of the area at all, gentlemen? Um, Should we roll for that, or are we? Um, Sure, yeah. Give me an enhanced mind roll. Just two dice. Two games. Terrence got a four. Got a four. Uh, neutral and a loss. All right. So, yeah, I got a four as well. Four. Okay. So, um, you're r- roughly familiar with the general folklore. Um, like, you might know some of the, the history of Kansas City, but not Liberty in particular, for example. Mm-hmm. So, you don't, you don't know the... The very localized stuff, but you know the stories of dragons that that you know harassed Buckport in the past, and and the raids on Brindle hundreds of years ago because they ended up affecting Buckport as well, but not as much the stories of this town in particular. So we say we haven't heard any stories yes. about the Halfmen. No, nothing about the Halfmen. <clears throat> this would be a first. A, a little, some. Um, a little we're, we're, we're from a neighboring town well north of here in in the the craggy feet of the mountains there's there's said to be a a, a tomb 
a tomb that houses uh, Ichabod the Wise. He's a an ancient wizard that that mothers scare their children with and say that he'll come and take them and make them his thralls and and there's there's stories that that uh he he mummifies and shrinks people and and turns them into his slaves and and they'll come in the night and snatch children up that he performs sick experiments in the deep in his tomb and and it's it's fairy tales we've we've never seen any any sort of of evidence of this but i had wanted to send folks to to investigate um because we had no other leads and and this town is hard up without its oracle and uh the guard captain called it nonsense and and he's spooked just as much as as the rest of the folk here and and was not willing to send his men to investigate about how Uh, far away do you think that is no several days travel probably i uh i'm afraid i don't know where it might be exactly but but they say if you take the 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 north road it's uh it's in the crags when the the mountains start to to fall off a little bit and and give way to rolling hills and and legends say it's a place where where no vegetation will grow and the the life is sucked out of the earth but but though it's fairy tales folks still steer clear just for peace of mind sure terrence just ignoring that that uh the guy is there he looks back and forth at at luca and garth and he goes I don't know about you guys, but if he gives me food, I'm I'm down. Okay, that wasn't on the table, but I can see where no, that's I your. No, I mean, I mean, I'll I'll go if he feeds feeds us for the trip. Are you hungry, son? We we have no, almonds, just, we have alms here. I I lost all my money gambling. I I don't know why. I don't. I got a sword and I got an axe, but I, I need those. I can feed you here, but we're not. We're not traveling, man. I have nothing that would keep for the road. I'm root, afraid. Root boys don't take charity, Terry. <laughs> it's not charity. That's <laughs> charity. No, it's not. Yes, it is. He's paying us in advance. What it's is this about root boys? You, you, Sorry. you seem quite polite, except for this one. But points at Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> root boy, perhaps. <laughs> well, so. Go on, go on, go on. Have you communed with the Oracle, my good elder? I'm afraid the Oracle hasn't communed with anybody in in living memory. Though though in the the raids a century or so ago, uh, it said that it led the defense and and instructed the the captain at the time and and outwitting the... uh, the horse raiders from the east a sage in times of need you say yeah that would that would summarize it may we speak with what remains of it absolutely not no (laughs) no no um until until it is recovered it 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 must stay under under constant watch and secrecy but but i mean what what shapes the jaw like, how do we know? It's. Have you seen a skull, son? I've seen a lot of skulls, and they—they're all different. 
Terry's a dog's got pokey teeth. It's Jimmy's head. Have more of the flat ones. Rabbit's got a lot of pokey teeth. It's a human jawbone, um, gilded, quite shiny. Uh, legends say that nothing can mar it, and it it shall never tarnish. But it's it's a human jawbone. It's the rest of it is the rest of a skull. It is solid gold. Oh, okay. But or gold, that or gilded. None none will cut into it to find out if there's bone they underneath. They left the they left the skull though, right? They just took the jaw. They did. Yes, we only have the top half. Idiot should have bad the skull for this too. town. Uh, I do have another question. Um, you wait, out of character though. You sure. have uh, a red robe on, right? Or what color was the robe? He's got it's a white robe with with red trim, and the there's a, a seal with a, a flame on it in the middle with a circle around it, and the center of a tabard he has over the robes. Okay. And the hilt of his sword is is. I'm gonna kind of brass I'm gonna ask if uh if he has any spare cloth from the robes red or or white preferably red or a darker color we for the for the job it's for the job if you need robes i can spare robes um we i basically want to tie it over the the bangle Mm. to kind of swallow up some of that oh yeah so like when we're traveling i don't want to just be like Hey, Mr. Archmage, look at us. <laughs> no, he's covering up so I can, while we're traveling, so we're not auspicious. Yeah. And I mean, you, uh, you, you, you kind of inquire about it, and he thinks, and he kind of speaks up, and he's like, you there, Brother Florence, bring us a sash. And he kind of cool, cool. walks over and grabs something, and he's got a couple. There's like a white, a red, and a blue. And... Take I'll the just kind of just take the red, take the red. yeah, and yeah. the blue. Okay. Gonna take both of them. That was a good question, there, Garth. You're a bright boy. Uh, while we're discussing this, uh, it did occur to me that um, our hopes are to bring this back to you. How does your order move this device about? Because as I understand it, it is quite unlucky. Without the jaw, it's, it. it's quite unlucky. Oh, the it's it's quite ceremonial. It's uh, it's the the brother that that walks it out for the public, which is a, a high honor. Um, is is consecrated. It's a, a nigh on a week long ritual as he cleanses himself and prepares for the mm. the the ritual, and then he carries it out and places it on a special altar out front, and the folks gather at the base of the stairs and and give their praise and then uh, at the end of the the ceremony after several days pass it's it's brought back inside by the same man he stays in meditation and fasting during that course and he brings it back in and it's placed in its in its holy spot and and uh, life goes on I think the only one of us three to which a, a consecration may take is Garth there. However, we do not have a week. Is there a more expedient process? Do we have a quicker workflow on this bad boy? The the circumstances are dire. Hmm. Um, I would like it if if none of you touched it directly, but so long as it comes home um, safely, I I... 
I'm not uh, concerned with any I've ceremony. I've had to clean myself for a week before, so I think I can pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just use that scoff I gave you, perhaps, something. Mm. Just, uh, um, I'm sure it's been defiled, but we can try not to further. Do we have any other questions for this guy who's she kind of warned us about, but he seems pretty good. Seems, seems like all he's right. there. Um, do you have any pamphlets? On the temple? I, I, I don't know. I just, they, sometimes they have them in places like this. He likes to look at the pictures. Mm-hmm. Sometimes try to read it. And speaks up again. It's like the Brother Florence literature. (laughs) (laughs) Brother Florence comes walking over and there's a a couple little clay tablets he gives you with the writing kind of carved in that are baked and and, uh, he hands them over. He's like, these are are objects of worship, you might call them. Prayers and and stories and parables. Short, of course, as, as can fit on these, but but they're all we we produce here. This isn't a printing press, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, I, I can't really take this with me. They're smaller, about the size of a palm, so you can shove it in a bag and oh, all right. well, I, I I take them. Okay. Yeah. Fair. He's just looking at Terrence side-eyed the whole time, just like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> take this guy anyway. Son of a bitch. I can't step in at this point. They already said yes, so he's never going to back down and just. <laughs> I said, I told you one thing before we went in there, Terrence. I told you one thing. Now you take the man's books. He's all, it's the only books he's got. You said I could take pamphlets. <laughs> we did say that. Gosh, darn it. Do we, all right. Do we have any other questions? Maybe not. Do we want to talk to the captain? Because the captain did come up again. And we are going to be gone for, like, days. Maybe, Probably makes sense. Maybe if we talk to him, we can get him to help finance this little shindig. Mm-mm-mm, yeah. Because that's the thing I'm thinking about right now is your boy <laughs> you is... <laughs> On hard times. <laughs> hard times. <laughs> we need to find a way to get some money or get yeah, him to pay I'm, for us I to do this thing. I'm going to have to trade in my axe head if I have to go five days out to a to a cliff or wherever it was. The crags end or they start? The the crags start where the mountains start to Oh, okay. To fall off, yeah, and the, the rocky that? foothills of the mountain, <clears throat> craggy, rocky foothills. So yeah, that's I. I have to find something or turn in my axe head and, and start you, using you a sword. You do know, so doubling back to that lore thing, um, you do know that the temple also deals in the exchange of of cold iron of these guilders. So mm-hmm. if you have, let's say, a sword, you could effectively break that there. They're the the. The money handler, so, I so know, to speak. I know that they gave us stuff for the trip that we could break down and use for the trip, but I want to spend as little of it as possible and try to get as many of these people to pay for this expedition. So how much? You're at just the $100 sword, right? Or the $100, $100, $100 um, gilder um, sword? I've got, 
I've got five arrowheads left. I should have... So five GP. No, I should have some... Uh, Luca will share. Did you have you spent anything? Just, Just one. the daily. Because we have a chest stuff. full yeah. of stuff, don't we? Full of money. Didn't we have a chest? Oh, that you were you were divvied out from the chest. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. all have our shares. We each got a hundred and twenty. Okay. Okay. So now let's before we leave, let's say, hey man, can you contribute to this quest at all? We're gonna can go you, do this. Can you give us a pocket full of nuts and berries, please, sir? We're gonna talk to the captain. We're gonna make it legit. We're not just gonna go out. We're going to him next. But mm. if we talk to him and we get him to sign on, will you pitch in with the captain to help fund this uh, expedition, or can you at all? You guys are gonna have to tell Terrence to not say a word. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> we. Can exchange for you, and if you're you're interested, we have uh, some some abnormal or unusual, uncommon uh, varieties of of weaponry from which cold iron can can be made into. Um, I'm afraid they won't sell without finding another temple to to convert it back in, but. Uh, I could probably give you a a small loan on the assumption that that you share your spoils with the temple. Well, let's go talk to the captain then. Uh, well, I guess before we go, he's only talking about giving us a loan. Better than nothing. Sounds like you guys are pretty burnt out. Well, I mean, and, and how just, bad? just a bit of the spoil, as long as you uh, you make good with the temple after your as long as we your excursion. It, like, okay, as long as just, we bring it back. I would probably then offer up my sword and say, if, if you can, you know, if you can leave me with a sword and and still some money in my pocket to eat. And so yeah. basically, if I can get some kind of sword back with, you know, um, with a uh, like 10 or or 15 arrowheads yeah so so you know you kind of take him up on his his offer and he he calls brother florence over again and florence comes over and he's like take these uh these these gentlemen to the armory and and uh and he kind of pulls him to the side and and kind of gives him some instructions and everything he says oh yeah florence should uh should should take care of you and uh and it looks at me he's like just just keep keep good notes on on what they take and everything um Florence takes you off and he, he says goodbye to you and good, good luck gentlemen ta ta yeah <laughs> Toodaloo. Florence uh until next time yeah, takes you off to one of the side passages and and you turn a corner and there's a a room that's under very hard lock and key and the kind of desk off to the side and and you know another rogue brother is sitting there and there's some kind of bars and stuff and and it's entrance is locked and and brother florence pulls out a key and opens up this door and and leads you inside and there's along the walls just racks of of different weaponry made out of this kind of dark oily looking looking metal like the the stuff the booker had given you and a lot of different shapes and sizes. the The chest that the Booker had opened up just had had a bunch of rather stout little leaf bladed swords and arrowheads and axe heads and spearheads and and this has 
quite a few variations of, of swords hanging along the walls and different shapes of spearheads and and a couple you know full-size axes where the haft and the blade are all made out of it and this looks like a proper setup and then a, one whole wall is dedicated to those standardized you know short swords and arrowheads and axe heads and spearheads it's just the other two have some variety to it hung up along it so florence leads you in and he says um uh you're all good for 100 guilders worth of material here um in whatever configuration you'd like and then anything that you would like to exchange with us um we're good for uh most of the the swords on the wall are are one-to-one anything two-handed is going to be worth about about 150 guilders or so but just check with me and i'll i'll let you know the price and and he walks over to the desk and kind of sits down in a chair next to the guy sitting there and there's a big old log book sitting down in front of him and this guy's got a whole you know quill and and ink set and everything and there's under the desk several log books all all lined up and uh yeah you're kind of let loose they're keeping a real close eye on you and you notice the guy at the the desk has a nice looks like a battle axe almost made entirely of this stuff kind of propped up right next to him I like the idea that like I have a guy following me. Luca has a guy following him, and there's two guys next. Like anywhere he goes, there's just a guy on each side just looking at him. Like he looks around and looks at him like that. That classic, you know. They just you, ignore him. Can you guys just step back a little bit? <laughs> Personal Good guys. <laughs> one one feature of the the more exotic swords along the wall is you see a lot more. Um, you know, variety in blade shape and longer and thinner and a lot have different, more complex hand guards to them. And the ones you have are, are almost like Gladius and it's just a handle and a blade and not much, you know, bells and whistles to it. But you see cross guards up there, two-handed swords. There's... So, um, Terrence would want, if there's something like it, like basically just a quarter staff and a spearhead out of the metal, but you can like screw off the spearhead or screw it back on, um, kind of thing. So that it'd be convertible basically between lethal and non-lethal. Is that something that would be there? He'd be willing to trade his sword for it. There's so as long as he gets enough money for food uh, on top of so that. So there's not a lot of of pieces with removable component most of them are just one one piece same material full body um but you can find things like uh, uh or like it's attach it a, with a pin or whatever like you, the same way you would attach it to it oh so there's there's a lot of different like axe heads and spear heads that you would just attach to a normal haft but nothing that would be the full cold iron all the way down that has something attachable and detachable so mm. there are different like halberd heads or or there's would there be something that would serve well as as a sword and as, or like a a long knife at least and a spearhead? Because I know the others were kind of just spearheads. So yeah, so you could there's a there's what looks to be almost like swords, but a little overbuilt, and the handles are socketed, so you could use it. Yeah, one handed like a sword I'd do and that attach and it. then see if they have just a, a haft that would be a spear haft for it that I could use as a quarter staff too. Yeah, yeah, they got they got some wood sticking around there, so yeah. yeah. So yeah. I I trade my sword for that as long as I get money to eat too. 
Okay. Yeah. So so there's effectively the length of like a club, a good sized club, and then once you stick the the sword on the tip of it, um, it becomes a bit of a pole arm, like a glaive, I guess you might call it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then you could probably even dual wield it. So either two two handed with reach or dual wielding, you know, and however you want to go about it. But Sounds yeah, right. you get yeah. club in that. Pretty much what I was looking for yeah. out of it. We'll call that uh, since it's a little overbuilt, about 150. So exchange your sword and you got 50 left. Okay, cool. Yep, and and then he's perfectly willing to just break it down into arrowheads for spending if you want to, just individual guilders, whatever you have left. Probably do like uh, two. It's arrowhead stack. How much? Twenty. So piece? twenty twenty arrowheads per inventory slot. Five axe or spearheads and one sword. So either twenty, fifty, or a hundred you can hold in one one inventory slot. Uh probably do then ten ten arrowheads because I'm down to five and then the rest in uh in I don't know, spearheads or axe heads. Okay. So let let's mark down uh uh you got the one glaive. Um, and you could even mark glaive and haft if you want to break it out. Um, four axe heads or spear heads, decide which way you want to go, and ten arrowheads. And Terrence is spent. So do you have anything in mind, Luca? We'll say. I do. Pick, pick your weapon. <clears throat> Florence, my boy, I like that name. What are you named after? I was an orphan, I'm not sure. Oh, that's... All you know is your name, huh? It was given to me by the temple. Oh, well, I'd like to hear that story, but unfortunately, we don't have the time. Hey, how about Florence that? was a saint. <laughs> oh, well, there it is. That's all you had to say. Nah, yeah, that's basically the gist of it. I live yeah. for the temple. Fair enough. Yeah. The saint of orphans. <laughs> so, uh, I do like that rapier on the wall up there with a the nice fancy cross guard. Of course, yes, he sir. wants the rapier thing. Yes, sir. Hmm. You uh, you do you do see one? There's a there's several varieties actually. There's there's some that are closer to a saber with a uh, curved blade. There's uh. some rather stout pointed, you know, straight edged ones. And well, I'm and, not a cavalry man, so I'll take the straight blade. Very good. And uh, yes. there's you even got. Do you just want a simple cross guard or a, a cup hilt? A, some knuckle bow. There's there's a lot of a variety of these exotic swords. Um, Luke is going to go if there's one with just like crazy intricate, just like lines, like lots of different lines crossing. You know, as yeah, as yeah. They once like a did. swept hilt, you might call it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fancier nerd. the better. Yeah, yeah. You get one that's got several different, you know, crossbars that make up almost a basket around the hand, and yes. a nice, nice stout guard and everything, and. Uh, Shit will even say like a thumb ring and a finger ring, and, mm. and it's very much a fencer's, a fencer's weapon. But all all that same, that same dark oily, oily steel, all the way through. And uh, yeah, he hands it over, and he said, "This is a, uh, this is also going to be worth about a hundred and fifty. The the hilt itself requires more metal than you'd <clears throat> think." Of course. Um, yeah. So. So he'll. Uh, so he'll hand over his regular sword. Right. And um, he'll have the fifty credit left over essentially. Right. And um, right. is there when I think you still have like nineteen on top of that you have in in pocket change mm-hmm. if I remember right. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Is it? Is there? They wouldn't have any kind of like Luca does want to get hooked up with another kind of net type of deal that might be in town though, perhaps. Yeah, these are all pretty well just, just metal. metal. This is yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So, so he's <laughs> hell yeah. So he's good. Okay. All right. And then I am interested in a spear, Florence. And a spear. Spear boys. Yeah. Okay. So what? Uh, you want like the full thing to be metal all the way down, or do you want to do the same kind of hafted? Because there's a a nice, um, rather large spear hanging, not the length of the wall, but but dominating the top part of it, hanging horizontally, and it's it looks to be this cold iron all the way down. How much and, would that uh, weigh? The haft is is quite thin. You see, it's got some like kind of leather wrapping it up, and uh, the one of the heads is is kind of triangular and and somewhat bladed, and the other side is a, a spike on the far side. Okay, um, but it's it you know of of this cold iron that it doesn't matter how how thin you make it, it stays not going to break. Yeah, it oh. stays. It, it returns true to form, so it so. might it might wobble a little bit, kind of like one of those kung fu spears when you're <laughs> swinging around. You know, like how it does a little swirly thing. That's but. actually what I want. Okay, yeah, so that's 150 for that bad boy? That's going to be 200. Okay, and what kind of, you said it's just a triangle tip? Sort of. How wide are we talking on this triangle? It's about the size of your hand, probably. So, so if, I, if I took it properly... And, and had the blade vertically to what I was about to say hit with it, yeah. I could slap something with the blade and not cut through it, or I could turn it and yeah, yeah, and okay. you could and you could. I mean the 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 far end has a kind of a ball to it, and then mm-hmm. just a rather short little triangular spike, like a, a little pyramid spike off of it. So okay. you could you could bludgeon people with the other end. You could really bludgeon people with the whole thing. I mean, it's okay. ultimately a big iron stick. That's what with I'm, I'm looking for all the angles here. Yeah, okay, let's do this. I'll give you my sword. And, and I got 100 credit or 150 yep. credit. So you'd pretty much tap you out. Okay, and yeah, you, let's But do you'd it. have a sweet spear. Let's, let's go. Alright. Let's do it. All right, and you notice that that on the tip by the by the front end, there's a a red scarf that matches the one wrapped your around your arm that's hanging off all kung fu style. Fuck yeah, yeah. So it's it's tied around it and looks like to be a little little hole right at the base of the blade for just that. Yes, uh, fancy. This is what mm-hmm. I'm about. Mm-hmm. So I think that's all the shopping. It's about uh, about the size of a broomstick, about five foot grand tunnel. So it's a somewhat short spear because there's only so much metal that can go oh, into yeah. it. But it's, oh yeah, no, that's great. Yep, that's absolutely great. Yep, uh, like Gandalf staff, but metal and pokey and yeah, mm-hmm. angry. Better, Terrence. You know. We need to we need to have a chat, man. You took on a lot of responsibility. Um, I mean, you got two things that are individually weapons in their own right. And then, should you wish it, you may combine them into a new weapon. You can't just do that without any pomp and circumstance. You might, you're going to have to come up with a whole routine for this thing, man. If you combine those things in front of the crowd, mm. you're going to have to have some showmanship. So start thinking about it. Check your pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, see what they got in that bad boy. Dang. So, in response to being told by Garth that uh, he needs to think about his showmanship, yeah. Terrence, Terrence looks at Garth and he goes, mm, and taps the side of his head knowingly, <laughs> like he's thinking. 
so yes no i'm excited about this terrence had like an anime transformation scene where he puts the two things together and then screams (laughs) something while he does it but he's just like fusion hot (laughs) (laughs) this would be good man yeah dude all right, he so gets a little Sailor Moon skirt and boots made out of airheads. I'm watching the whole. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm looking at it. I'm loving it. He'll do a pirouette. Yes, the <laughs> the poncho won't be belted, so it'll fly out to each side like a like one of those helicopter toy things. Terrence, hi, yeah. Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So we, um, I think we're good, right? Is there anything else that we want to do here? No. No. And thus concludes this episode (laughs) (laughs) of the Rude Boys. Traveling around town, brave men. Brave, brave men making their name, creating a, a riot in the bar, getting their name out there, getting over with the people. Yeah, meeting with the the counselor and the the grandmaster and learning about their task for the town of Brindle to to restore their oracle and bring faith back to the people. Went over hearts and minds just like they was tasked by the book of man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The rude boys. Thank you for listening this week, folks. You know we love you. You know you're here in our hearts with us. With us, and just just for for five dollars a month, you can sponsor the Arcana Cast. Just send us money in envelopes, <laughs> money in envelopes, um, cash, please, no checks. Just throw it, just throw it in the river. It'll get the post to office cash. Arcana Cast. You, you do you do enough. You do enough. We'll get the little iPad scanner things. Then you can send us your credit cards. <laughs> and sponsor us further we love you we appreciate you thank you so much for calling (laughs) (laughs) yes thank you for calling